This is episode number seven, Home with Daddy. What's going on? This is Quaman Fowler, the Texas Tenor, coming to you with another episode of the Texas Tenor Podcast. And I know that I've been off. I've had to step away from it for a little bit just because I've been working on these singles. I've been releasing a single every month uh, since June. The first single that I released in June was Easy Does It. And actually, Easy Does It was released a second time because I released it last year uh, in July. So I decided to release Easy Does It again uh, uh, close to around the same time that I did last year. And I relaunched it. Um, I wanted to relaunch it because I took all of my music off of Spotify, iTunes, and those other digital download sites just simply because I wasn't making much money from it, you know. And so um, now that I've been releasing these singles through TexasTenorMusic.com, you know, I've been able to uh, make more just from selling directly through there. And also the advantage is uh, I'm able to know who is actually buying the tracks. And I can say thank you. I can reach out and, and um, you know, let you know how I appreciate you for your support. So for all of those who are listening, who have supported um, the single releases, you, I really appreciate you uh, for your support. Thank you so much. And um, once again, you can go to TexasTenorMusic.com. And um, on that page, the latest single will show up. So right now, um, the single that I released for this month, July, is Forever. Okay, so Forever, I'll talk about Forever a little bit. Forever is a tune uh, that I wrote a year or so ago um, when I was at church. And um, at the end of service, I was hearing a melody. And me and my uh, friend PJ was um, playing around with it. And then uh, I ended up coming up with the chords uh, right there in church. And we later hooked up and did a track and uh, were able to bring the song to life. So uh, Forever is Nice, I had a friend of mine, Wendell Mosley, who actually wrote the lyrics to it, and uh, he uh, did a great job. And on the actual track, we have Shalia James, who is a phenomenal vocalist who uh, goes to the school that I teach, uh, Southwestern Seminary. She uh, did a great job with uh, you know, singing the, the lyrics and bringing the melody uh, to life you know, even more so, you know, with her vocals. Um, and uh, the one big help that I had to helping me kind of organize putting this thing together was a friend of mine, Carl Wagner, who is a great saxophone player himself, but uh, he played keys, he played piano, and added some other uh, auxiliary keys and, and different things to the recording. And not just this recording, the the singles that I have that's coming out, he's on a, a lot of those, and so he's helping me kind of as a uh, co-producer, not kind of, you know, because he's mixing it, he's mastering, he's doing it all. He's, he has a great ear and, uh, you know, good guy, and so I really appreciate Carl. Um, so uh, the, the musicians that I have planned, I, I guess I'm talking about forever, so 
the musicians that I have on there uh, on guitar, we have Mr. Alan Cato, who's a great guitar player from the Dallas area. Uh, he played on there. We have, um, like I mentioned, Carl Wagner on piano. PJ is on there. Paul Reagan is playing organ, uh, tucked, tucked in there somewhere. <laughs> and then we have um, on bass, for that one, Eric Brookins, who's a great bass player from the Fort Worth area. And uh, we also have Cedric Edmund II on the drums, who was one of my students uh, from back in the day. Um, so it, it turned out well. I'm, I feel really good about it. And um, I'm excited to be able to release a single every month, you know, and uh, looking forward to um, your feedback on it so I can uh, share it with share with the world and encourage everybody to come check out the music. And the way that I have it set up, it's set up to where you can actually pay whatever you want. Um, and uh, so, you know, it's on you. If you want to pay 50 cents, you can have it. If you want to pay $50, you can have it. <laughs> I hope nobody would just pay 50 cents. But all of this hard work that goes into it, you know, I would think people would want to pay more than 50 cents for it. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, wanted to share some news, uh, some more news, I guess. Um, one of the things that I'm doing this summer, also I'm updating my websites. So in the week, next coming week, you'll see some updates on uh, QuamonFowler.com. And also you'll see an update on Jazz Webshed. Um, yeah, and you know, I think this will be a good time to play a commercial. I'll play a commercial for Jazz Webshed. Here we go. Attention musicians, if you are aspiring to be better in improvising on your instrument, in addition to learning more about the music business and how to market your products and services online, Jazz Webshed is the place for you. That's J-A-Z-Z-W-E-B-S-H-E-D.com. I have tons of videos on the inside of the site to help you become a better all-around musician so that you can create great music and serve your audience with your products and services. I look forward to sharing with you. All right, so Jazz Web Shed, yeah. So we're going to be updating that site uh, for those who want to learn uh, on those areas, jazz, improvisation, business, and marketing for musicians. You can definitely go and check the website, and uh, it'll be updated here in a few. Um, so I'm excited about that, excited about helping musicians. I've been doing lessons and and uh, talking with uh, guys on the phone about the music business and the way forward. And it's pretty interesting. I enjoy learning about what's going on and actually applying some of the things that I learn. And uh, one of the biggest things about all of this stuff is communication, right? Um, I am one who always uh, is inspired by the things that I learned and I want to share it with others. My giftedness is really teaching. You know, that's that's my area that I really enjoy. I have a passion for teaching and, and helping others, uh, helping the light bulb go off in others' uh, mind. You know, that's that's my thing. And speaking of giftedness, for those who haven't gotten a copy of my book, you can actually go to my website there, com, and you can um, see the book 
uh, on the front and click on that. And you can actually get the digital copy along with the physical copy when you order. I've been getting good feedback uh, from my book, different people who have read the book, um, different musicians, and it's been a blessing just hearing the the testimonies uh, just about how the perspectives and the stories have uh, been a blessing and helped their mindset, you know, their point of view. And, um, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. It's all about being uh, fruitful and using your life to help others, the choices and the decisions that um, the good decisions and even the bad ones too, you know, once you have it documented, you can share it with others so that they can know what not to do or what to do. And they look at you and your life and, uh, you know, that's something that they can uh, model or follow as you follow Christ, you know, and that's the whole point. Christ is a center focus and as a musician, uh, I had to uh, maneuver through different situations and circumstances um, and uh, make sure that my uh, actions line up with the word. And of course, you know, we go on our adventures where we want to do things our way and we want to see if it's another way that we can get by. But we come to the crossroads where we have to make a decision. Do we want to do it God's way or do we want to do it our way? But when we choose to do it our way, uh, we're on our own. So we have to be stressed and, and um, you know, have to deal with hopelessness or frustration and all of that because we're trying to force something to fit that really wasn't designed for us to operate or function that way. You know, but it's much easier uh, when it comes to uh, doing what God wants you to do. And in that book, I talk about it. And the first thing is understanding what a gift is, what your gift is, your mindset. You know, it's all about the way you think. Leadership as a man is is our giftedness. That's what we're supposed to be doing because we have to lead, of course, ourselves. And once we get uh, married, we got to lead our wives and then we have to lead our children, you know, as fathers. And that's the priority, you know, and you have to have your stuff together in terms of, um, uh, you know, taking care of your business financially. You got to work a job consistently to take care of your needs. You got to be on time. You have to look nice. You have to carry yourself with integrity. You have to have character and all of these different things. These are leadership skills. And uh, that's first and foremost. The music is actually just an avenue by which the way you think is displayed through. But sometimes, well, most times, due to deficits and different things that are uh, that the musicians struggle with, they don't understand this and they think that music is their identity. Now, yeah, I cover a lot of that in the book. And uh, it, it's really, I think it's very helpful. That's why it was on my heart. I started uh, writing that book back uh, in November of last year. And I was consistent with writing uh, every day and, um, you know, trying to just knock it out and get it done. And um, I have it available on the website and you can surely go and get it. Uh, the physical copy and the digital copy will be, um, you know, well, I'll get it to you. OK, so, um, yeah, that's the plug for the book. Now, uh, let's go into the main topic for today, which is home with daddy. So home with daddy. 
Home with Daddy is uh, a single that is coming out in August, August 3rd, and it's actually going to be a live stream concert um, of me playing uh, that night at uh, 7 p.m., and uh, you can uh, definitely sign up to check that out. It's uh, a concert that I'm doing on Concert Window, and uh, once again, go to the website and you'll, you'll see the information about it. Um, I'm excited about this particular release because I'm able to share the testimony that me and my wife have um, from my son, who was born premature uh, 23 weeks. He was born at 23 weeks. We saw this boy come out of there at one pound, four ounces. Now, for those who don't understand it takes 40 weeks. It's supposed to be 40 weeks before the baby, um, you know, comes. And so we were coming back from uh, D.C. We just got back 2015, January. We got back home on Monday, and then that Friday, she started having contractions. So we ended up going in and... Um, the boy came. <laughs> he came and we saw him at one pound, four ounces. And oh, man, so many thoughts, so many ideas. You know, your your mind can go so many different places. And uh, just to make a long story short, in the beginning, I remember I had, uh, a, you know, a time where I was like, man, what happened? What if this happened? What if that happened? And then I got this peace. I was crying. But then I got this peace that came over me. And I just felt uh, that uh, it was God saying, you know, he's going to be fine. And so from that, of course, when God gives you something in your heart and he tells you something, you still have to walk through it. You got to walk through being around the people who are non-believers, being around the doctors, different people, family members, or just different people who don't understand, who don't have faith, you know, and then you have to uh, you know, hold strong to the word that you received privately through uh, God's uh, encouragement. And then you have to reinforce the word of God. And that's what we did. Uh, we uh, wrote scriptures on his incubator. We even had one of his primary nurses um, who was very uh, encouraging. She uh, wrote some scriptures and put it around his room. So over the course of of a few weeks, we had a lot of different things said and it, and uh, that they thought that were going to go um, south, and they didn't go that route. You know, he overcame a lot of stuff, and uh, this boy is now home with us after eight months from being in the hospital. Um, he's home. You know, he was he's I think he came home. He was ten pounds. Now he's over twenty pounds. Um, with us and it's a year uh, to date when he came home so August actually my birthday is August 11th and my son we were able to take him home on August 10th so this this song I wrote during the time that he was in the hospital and uh, it's it's a really exciting joyous uh, time or song that uh, that I was feeling in my spirit um, that my wife and I were were feeling just wanting to get him home.
you know, away from all of the nurses and all of that kind of stuff. And um, I thought it'd be good to share this with you all because when you get to that point or if you've been through this, I talked with one of my uh, church members who had been through uh, some 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 of the same things with their uh, grand grandchild that was in the NICU uh, for uh, four months. And uh, it's something else, man, because you 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 get a chance to see actually other situations that um, are far worse than yours. And um, that's one of the things that me and my wife ended up, you know, being encouraged and and not being so down on, on what we was dealing with because we saw other circumstances where, you know, it was uh, a baby who had broken bones, who was born with broken bones, and then the baby was born with those, uh, a hole in the heart and they had to do surgery and, you know, different things. It was, it was one baby was, was paralyzed. It, it was so many different uh, circumstances that were far worse. And I remember one time we were there in the chapel and my wife was feeling, you know, was, was going through what she was going through. And I was, uh, you know, there with her. And then another lady, a mother came in there just crying and she, I was playing piano uh, in there and, uh, she, you know, my wife was just there. We were just worshiping, just praying, you know. And then another lady just came in just boo-hoo crying and she came and sat next to my wife. And it's like, can I, can I just hold you or, or something like that? And she, my wife had to encourage her and she told her her situation. I forget the diagnosis. It was something that was, uh, that they said was wrong with her 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 uh, daughter but man when you get in those type of situations those type of environments man i'm telling you it's life changing and you 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 really see how valuable life is you you really see how much you take for granted because you know we good and grown we grown now so we don't think about our beginnings or you know but when you have a beginning that's tough that's a struggle like that and then uh, you you you're put in those situations where uh, you are a parent and your child has to go through stuff like that. Man, that's your heart. That's your soul. You know, it's a very sensitive time, and 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 you know, just going through that has humbled me. It's humbled my wife. It's drawn us closer to God. We, you know, we just have way more confidence and um, just faith in God just because he keeps on coming through, you know, and everybody's going to go through different types of challenges, you know, but I talked about, I put up a video like a week or so ago, and I was just talking about, uh, no, I did a Facebook live and I was talking about faith and how, cause I heard this from a friend of mine and he was just, uh, he preached a sermon talking about faith, Hebrews 11, one, which is, which is says, uh, uh, now faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And uh, he broke down what substance is. And when you break down sub, it means under, lower, like a, a foundation underneath something. Then you got stance, you know, which is, which is standing, fortitude. And so when you think about faith being the substance of things hoped for, you got faith and you got hope. But the substance, when you think about it, it's uh, faith, which is you can view like a chair. 
And then the hope sits on faith. And so because we have faith in God and we trust him through having a relationship with Jesus Christ and looking back on what he's done for us in the past, that gave us the hope, you know, to to believe and trust that my son was going to get through all of this. He was going to make it through. And of course, you're going to have those people who are going to try to challenge what you believe in exchange for what they believe based on their interpretation from their own life experience and how they just receive whatever happens, happens. No, the Bible says that we can have what we say in the name of Jesus if it's according to his will. And if it's according to his will for for us to have life and have it more abundantly, we came together as parents we come together and have a kid, it's in his will for that kid to live. And I know it's people out there who might have been in situations where you might have miscarried and different things like that. I'm not being insensitive, and we don't know all things. You know, his ways are higher than our ways, and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. But at the same time, you got to continue to trust and believe God. I know a couple different people who dealt with, uh, who, who were married, and they dealt with a miscarriage, and then God blessed them with twins. And then an, an, another couple, they were able to have another another baby. So you, you never know what uh, cards are going to be dealt to you. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's life. But we got to trust and believe God, because he'll take a situation that is inconvenient and uh, frustrating to go through, but he'll take it, and if we see it through the right perspective, we can grow and be stronger and help somebody else. That's what it's all about. We go through stuff a lot of times to be a blessing to somebody else. It's a drag to go through, but going through it, it tries our faith. It makes us sharper. It, it draws us closer. Some people, it actually just knocks them out. But at the same time, you know, if you're strong and you continue to seek the Lord, um, then you'll go through things and you'll be able to stand firm. The enemy only works by what you decide to entertain, you know, the ideas that you decide to entertain. If you're fearful and you don't believe God, then you're going to look at your situation as hopeless. A lot of people get on drugs. It was a lot of parents, a lot of people that were out there smoking, just stressed out based on uh, the circumstances and the things that they were going through in that NICU. But we didn't do it. We we stayed strong. We stayed encouraged. We stayed praying and believing God. Yes, it was hard and tough, you know, but at the same time, you know, we had to focus on the end result. and And the end result was for him to be find and be at the house you know that's that's what it is that's that's where you do and so we're still we're still believing God for for complete and and total uh healing and uh development you know and it's 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 one of those things too development has to do with our interaction too um you know a lot of times we put a lot of stock into the doctor's and I understand they're they're professionals, they're studied in, in, in what they do and everything. But when it comes to your your child, 
and them being educated and developing. That has everything to do with with the time that we spend with them and us speaking life into them, speaking the word over them. And this stuff is scientific. It's, it's this guy, Dr. Emoto. He did an experiment with water where he would put different words on glasses of water and let it sit or freeze it. And then he would look and see it was different shapes that were crystallized uh, within uh, the, the water you know, how it would freeze. You could see different shapes based on the different words. And you think about um, how we are, what, 90-something percent water uh, on the inside of us, you know, our bodies. And so what people say to us, words have power. God created us in his own image and his own likeness. So he spoke everything into existence, you know, from his word. So I strongly believe that your words are powerful. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And he that loves it will eat the fruit thereof. So if you want your life to be blessed, if you want your children to be blessed, you got to speak the word of God and you have to line up with it so that uh, you can convince yourself that this is the way. Because our nature is to go south. Our nature is to not walk um, in obedience, to walk in the way of our carnal desires. Sometimes, you know, especially if we look at TV and the programming that's coming through the TV and coming through the music, you know, it's it wants us to believe and rely on, uh, you know, our own way or the doctors and uh, was it pharmaceutical drugs and be manipulated by the system, the government, and all of that kind of stuff. But no, if you want different, if you want better, you got to receive and believe the word and uh, speak it over your family. And uh, God will do his part. You know, the Bible says how the word won't return back to him void. It will prosper in the area where he sent it, and it will accomplish what he pleases. And so you got to stand and believe on that. And uh, you'll have the the victory over your situation. I did a I did a uh, CD in 2012 uh, called Prevail, and um, during that time it was a trying time. My dad had passed in 2012, and also I had a, a saxophone that was stolen, but brought back, you know. And so going through that time, uh, I thought that it was appropriate to. Uh, call that CD Prevail. It was uh, based on Proverbs 19.21, and this is the NIV, which has the prevail in there. It says, many, in the, many are the plans in the man's heart, but it is the Lord's uh, purpose that will prevail. And so prevail is to be victorious over. And that word encouraged me through those tough times. And if you look back and you see in hindsight, you see how God worked in those situations to make you better and to give you more than what was stolen or what was uh, taken away from you. When you see that, it gives you encouragement and strength to keep pushing forward and believe in God for even more. And so when we got hit with this, uh, uh, with this birth coming early, um, you know, we were able to make it through the tough time. And uh, we were able to encourage a lot of others. A lot of people came in the, 
the NICU, different nurses and different people who saw those scriptures in the wall. It was a Muslim lady. And so she saw those scriptures and she was stopping there and read them. And she's like, this is really nice. Like, what, what is this? What is this? And um, one of the nurses told her, this, that's the Bible, you know, and that's a blessing. You know, this is normal for us. This is our culture in our home. This is what we do. And we were able to, um, you know, share that with those nurses there and encourage them. And that's one thing that they said. It's like, man, y'all are such good parents because most of the, the, the parents, it was single parents. Like you would only, most of the time it was, I would see only the mothers there. So me coming around and just being there as consistent as I was, it spoke volumes of what type of people we are and our perspective and faith and all of that, which encouraged um, other nurses and the people who work there. Because they're just used to seeing, you know, the single mothers and, and different things like that. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was um, an experience. And basically, long story short, Home With Daddy is a song that celebrates our son being home with us from eight months in the NICU um, and still being here uh, strong and uh, growing and happy, uh, you know, after that time, that season. And so I'm excited to share Home With Daddy with you all, and I hope that you would get it on August the third, you can get it from TexasTurnerMusic.com. Also, I'm doing a live stream concert uh, that you can find out more about uh, on the website, KumarFowler.com. Uh, and um, yeah, it's going to be fun. So we uh, look forward to you enjoying this music. So that's it for this particular episode. And um, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to check this podcast out and we will see you again on the next one peace